Hey everyone and welcome back. My name is Sam. And I'm Melissa. I grew up in the FLDS community. It is a community, a polygamous community, run by Warren Jeffs. I moved out of that community when I was 18 years old. And today we want to share a little bit about what it was like for Sam at church. And if you want to hear more about what it was like for Sam growing up in polygamy, then please like and subscribe. So getting into it, All right. the first question. I guess more than just church, but like, what did a typical Sunday look like for you? Like, what time would you guys wake up? How many hours worth of church versus... Yeah. Well, I mean, so Sunday was completely revolved around the church. Uh, and this is more when I was younger. It seems like as I got older, there were less meetings. And interestingly enough... Warren Jeff started putting an end to some meetings because mm -hmm. he would claim that the members of the church weren't worthy of certain ordinances or certain meetings or rituals, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and so he would take them away. And I, I mean, thinking back now, I'm like, huh, that's an interesting way to try to, you know, get people to be more righteous. Get people to follow you, what you're telling them and all of that. But anyway, so some meetings were taken away from us uh, as time went on and Warren started coming up with his rules and whatnot. You'd so, think they'd want you in church more. Like, y'all yeah, are sinners. Yeah. We need to get, like, ingrain it more in your head of what you need to do. <laughs> Six-hour church. Like, that's, I don't you know. You think. Yeah, I agree. So, but when I was younger and when Ruland Jeffs, Warren's dad was the leader, the prophet at the time, uh, it, the, it seems like the entire day was revolved around church meetings and going to different um I guess different types of meetings in the home and also in the church building, the meeting house. So what was your first meeting of the day? Like you wake up Sunday mm -hmm. morning, what's the first thing that happened? Yes. So first thing that happened Sunday morning is Sunday school. But right. uh, I know that in the uh, LDS church, Sunday school is held in the meeting houses. Yes. Sunday school right. is typically right after sacrament meeting. Mm -hmm. So when I was, now church is only two hours, the LDS churches, but when I was growing up, it was three hours. Right. So this was definitely different. Uh, Sunday school was held in the home. Oh, yeah. So your father just let it. Yep. So the 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 father of the home, or I guess they would say the priesthood holder, uh, priesthood head of the home, would be in charge of Sunday school. Was that responsibility ever shared? Like, would would the mothers ever teach, or would other children ever teach, or was it always just like a lesson from your father? No. So it was. It wasn't just a lesson. It was a whole ordeal, and it. I believe it was an hour long, if I'm not mistaken. It might have been an hour and a half. I don't remember exactly, but it. it you know, as a child, it seemed like six years. But <laughs> but it, it was. I believe it was an hour, an hour and a half long. So what we did is we would all gather together. And it was everyone in the home, and also we would invite sometimes extended members of the family. That if, okay. that if they weren't currently living in the home, some of the sons that had their families would come and join in as well. Okay. And I remember inviting grandmother, father's mother as well. She didn't live with us in that home, but she would come and attend those meetings as well sometimes. Okay. So, yeah, so we'd try to get a lot of people together, and we would meet in our big living room. And there would be rows of chairs set up and kind of facing the front. And in the front, uh, Father would sit and s a couple of the other people that were going to be giving certain lessons or, or teach a, a, to give a talk, I guess you could say. Okay, so was it like multiple talks, like different people giving talks? Or was it like one person for the whole hour mm -hmm. long? Well, so for, first of all, we would start with song and prayer. Okay. 
After that, it would lead into sacrament. Sacrament was actually held in the home by by the the, the priesthood holders in the home, actually. Oh, so that was in the same meeting as Sunday school. Exactly. In comparison, yep. for those of you that aren't familiar, um, in LDS church, when you go to the church house, you have an hour-long sacrament meeting followed mm -hmm. by an hour-long Sunday school, and then it was followed by an hour-long um, young men's or young women's or Relief Society or priesthood. Yep. So depending on your age or primary, if you were younger than 12 years old. So they had you like in different age groups for that mm -hmm. lesson. Um, so having both Sunday school and sacrament in the same meeting and mm -hmm. having to be at home is definitely a big like distinction. Yeah, no, it definitely was different. I remember when I first went to the LDS church and kind of saw how that was, I was kind of shocked by how different it was, but yeah. similar and different at the same time, I guess. But anyway, so it was held in the home, sacrament, sacrament, for those of you that don't know, is where they would break the bread and pass bread and water around in resemblance, I guess. In remembrance rem of In remembrance, Jesus there's the word. <laughs> in remembrance of Jesus Christ, exactly, for what he did for us. So anyway, so that's what we did after the song and prayer. And then after that, it was it would open up to someone giving a lesson and also bearing testimony. So anyone that was sitting down in the so-called audience, I guess you could say, anyone in attendance could stand up and bear their testimony of the church. And was that every single week? Anybody could bear their testimony? Yep. Okay, so again, distinguished, um, in the LDS church, there is the first Sunday of every month is called Fast and Testimony. So mm -hmm. it's the Sunday of the month where you are encouraged to fast and um and then also that meeting, rather than there being any teachers or any lessons given in sacrament meeting or any talks, um, people just go up and bear their testimonies for that period of time. Right. So that's also different to be able to do that every single week yeah. would make a huge... Uh, I mean, I'm trying to remember back. That's what I remember. This was quite some years ago. So <laughs> I, re I believe it was every week that some people had an opportunity to stand up and bear their testimony at least. Okay. Not not everyone every Sunday, but some people would. Okay, so you're the sacrament, mm -hmm. lessons, testimony, actually squeezing all that into one hour instead of the multiple hours mm -hmm. that we had. That actually sounds nice as a young child. <laughs> yeah, and an interesting, interesting fact before I move on here, when taking the sacrament, in, I know that most people that have been to an LDS church or, or have attended, I don't know about other religions, but uh, normally there are little individual cups that you would use mm -hmm. uh, for the water. But in, the, in, this, in this FLDS, in our setting at home, we actually just had a couple big cups of water filled and everyone would drink out of the same cup. Oh, so when I've been to Catholic Mass before, mm -hmm. and they when they did the sacrament, <clears throat> excuse me, it was all in one cup as well. Okay, yeah, and I I remember even asking you, I was like, man, isn't this isn't this you know is this sanitary? And we're all <laughs> drinking out of the same cup, and they mentioned something about the fact that it's blessed and blessed in holy water, and so everyone will be fine. But I do remember watching very closely whoever got to take that sip before me, and I would you know, pay attention to where they drank and I try to turn the cup so that I wasn't drinking from the same spot. So anyway, just an interesting fact about yeah, that. Yeah, that is a lot different. But um, anyway, so after sacrament and after the testimony and the lesson that Father would give, we would then separate into classes here, there in the home. We would just choose a, a different family room in the home and all separate into different classes based on our age groups. Okay. 
okay. So that's similar to the you know primary right. men's and women's Relief Society mm-hmm. or priesthood meetings. And then at that point, the older sisters or the older brothers would be in charge of a class, and they would teach a lesson based on that age group and kind of determine what to teach. Okay. Do they have like manuals? So in the LDS Church, you know, Sunday school, there's manuals so that every age group is actually learning the same thing, just age appropriately. Mm-hmm. So there's like a theme for the year, and then those things are taught. Um, and even now where there's two hour church, you're still supposed to be doing, um, Sunday school hour at home and you still get a manual so that everybody in the world is following along, still trying to learn the same things together, even though everybody's doing it at home in their own way. Mm -hmm. So was there any kind of like blanket, this is what you should be teaching or was it pretty... It was pretty open, but they did use church teachings and manuals and things like that. That uh, just like the, the teachings of the prophets, I guess you could say. Oh, okay. So they it wasn't only the Book of Mormon or the Bible or Doctrine and Covenants. It, it was they expanded into other teachings of the prophets and things like that. But they would you know they would learn about a certain topic and then they would share it in their own way to try to make it understandable for a, for a younger child. Which is very typical, I right. think, as well. Right. So, making it... Okay, so if you go through all of that at home, mm-hmm. did you still go to the church meeting house on Sunday? Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. okay. Well, we're just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> this is the beginning of our Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So, Tell me more. So, I'm trying to remember the exact times. That was, I believe, we did that from 9 to 11. So I guess that would have been a two-hour ordeal after the, that makes sense. everything put together. After that, we would prepare and eat, eat lunch. And then after lunch, we would all, you know, clean up and maybe take a small rest or something. And then we'd all leave for church at 2 o'clock. Okay. And now church was held in the meeting house, and we would all gather together. And I don't know, if for, you, for those of you that have seen in a picture or maybe have visited Colorado City, Arizona that uh, meeting house is very large. Yes, on our tour of Hilldale as well. We yes. do drive past it, so you can go check out that video mm-hmm. to see, but it is massive. Yeah, very large. <laughs> and so we would gather in that meeting house, and this would be another two-hour meeting, where, but it was just a, like a general meeting. And all of the leaders, the prophet and the counselors and all the leaders of the church would sit upon the stand in the front there kind of facing the audience, and in the audience we'd all sit down, and it was just huge, just massive, and and there were seating on the main floor, and then there was also seating up above on balconies that were surrounding the interior of the of the building. Wow. Yeah, so, okay, so it was already, always packed. If you already had sacrament, and you already had Sunday school, mm-hmm. then were you just listening, like, a lot, and as a young boy, I'll tell what you, it, it seemed like it was never going to end, but just a lot of leaders, in some cases, even my own father would stand up and, and give talks, talks and, and um, yeah, just How long would spe- that last? speeches, talks, yeah. How long would that, leading, that meeting last? Two hours. Yep, yeah. That's a so, long time for a kid. Yeah, it was it's a long time for anyone, let alone a child. There, there, there were definitely moments where I did not need to go to the restroom, but I pretended I did so that I could stand up, walk out, and roam the halls for a little bit or something just to kind of keep entertained. But I think it, because it started at such a young age, we just kind of got used to That's how sitting I... sitting still. And at first, it, you know, it wasn't easy, but you kind of got used to it. Yeah, okay, yeah. so two more hours there. Yep. And then was that... 
completed the meetings for the day? So at that I, point, that's four hours. That's I believe lot. so. We're done at four o'clock. We go home and we kind of, you know, get into prepare. our comfortable clothes and prepare for dinner and all of that. But that doesn't end everything because even after dinner, there is then family night or family scripture reading, family prayer, where we would all get together again for those of us that live in the home. Gotcha. I was going to ask when you mentioned get into comfier clothes, uh -huh. because obviously the women out there wore prairie dresses all the time. Right. And you guys were always in collar button shirts <laughs> and jeans. So I'm guessing maybe you change that up for slacks. Right. But... At least take off our tie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. But what was the difference in the woman's wardrobe between like your normal dress mm. that you wear every single day and Sunday dress? Yeah, so they would they would typically have a nicer dress. I mean, okay. it, it was similar in the way it looked, but they would typically have like a newer, nicer dress that they would only wear to church meetings. Okay, so there was still a distinction. Like you could tell when right. they were wearing Sunday dress. And the women out there always had to do their hair up and do, you know, the hairstyle. But obviously you could tell a difference when, you know, on a normal day versus when they were at church. They would try harder to make sure everything looked perfect when they were going to church. Uh, you know, because, I mean, out working, running around, your hair doesn't quite stay like it does, <laughs> like perfectly styled. You can't keep the perfect poof. <laughs> right, with that wind, you know. With that wind, okay, okay. So so after we got home, we would get in something. I mean, I, I would at least take my tie off, you know, and some. I know some of them would, a lot of the men would just stay in their dress clothes, take their tie off, stay in their dress clothes until the end of the day, and then get in their pajamas. Okay. So, Yeah. So anyway, and then there was still dinner and then the family reading scripture and prayer and all that that my father would be in charge of. Okay. Um, the last question that I kind of have is, what was the biggest shock going from church in the FLDS mm -hmm. to church in the LDS? So, uh, I, some man, <laughs> that, I mean, that's a great question. I remember the, some of the first impressions, some of the first things I uh, thought of that was definitely different was just some of the topics that were talked about. I, I remember, especially when we would separate into elders quorum in, in the LDS church. Mm -hmm. Elders quorum, we would separate, and they'd be talking about a basketball game they're coming, that's coming up, and they're going to be competing against another ward or stake or however it was. And I just thought, man, this is so interesting. We're talking about sports in because it was so <laughs> strictly, right. And in the FLDS, it was so strictly just sermon, 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 preach, 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 preach. And I mean, some of those people, you'd get up there and they were almost pounding the pulpit just, you know, so it was very intense meetings at, with the, in the FLDS church. I was going to say as well that a lot of times in the, in, while sitting there in the big congregation, the group in Canada that was run by, or Winston Blackmore was in charge of, he was the bishop up there, they would tune in as well in these oh. meetings. So sometimes Winston Blackmore would give a talk, but it would just be virtually. Oh, very I know, way back then, right? Virtual, back virtually then. was a thing. But I believe I, we couldn't see him. It was just over the speaker, over the, over the meeting house speaker phones. Okay. So anyway, so that was something. Um, and then after meeting... This didn't happen every Sunday, but a lot of the Sundays after the general session was over, the congregation would stand up and form lines to go up onto the stand where the leaders were standing, and everyone one by one would go down and shake the leaders' hands. That's as, cool. Shake hands as they would leave the building. 
That's great. Like that would be a really yeah. like big deal. Like in the LDS, if you have an opportunity to meet the prophet of the mm -hmm. LDS church, it's like a huge deal right. to be able to do that. So I mean, I mean, obviously in the FLDS, there weren't so many members. Yeah, so it's it a lot smaller. Different, different thing there. But so, still, they still believe that he's a prophet. Oh, yeah. So I mean, getting the yeah, chance oh, it to... It was a huge honor. And I, I met him, him several times, shook his hand, both Ruth and Jeff's, Warren Jeff's, and a lot of the other leaders, their hands a lot. But it was something that I was kind of afraid of as I <laughs> became a teenager and all that. And just because I was nervous they were going to look into my soul and see if... <laughs> see have if you I been was holding a, a girl's hand? <laughs> see if I've done anything soul. I shouldn't have, yeah. So, I mean, it was a little nerve-wracking at times, but because we fully believed that they were talking and to God and receiving revelation directly from God. So, very interesting. Uh, we'll point out as well just details. I know people love details. So, <laughs> right behind where the leaders would sit, and where they would give their speeches and talks, there was a choir. Oh. So similar to the way that the ta uh, tabernacle choir is set up behind in general conference, behind the, the stand. So imagine that, but a lot smaller. Okay. And the choir wasn't nearly as good as, as the tabernacle <laughs> choir okay. either. I mean, they did do practice. There were some choir practices that people would get together and practice. But, I mean, I even went up there and sang one time just for the fun of it. So it wasn't like you had to be qualified or anything. But, <laughs> but that's cool. But the choir would stand up and sing special numbers in those meetings. Very cool. So, yeah. Awesome. Well... Again, if you guys want to hear more about what it was like for Sam growing up in polygamy, then please like and subscribe. Leave in the comment section any questions that you have because we love answering your questions to make more yes. videos. Yes, and we we'll talk to you all soon. We will talk to you soon.